and we're back for another episode of Fire on the Field. I am your host, Duke, and uh, before we get started, I just want to motivate you a little bit. Um, Don't give up on your goals. Don't give up on yourself. I know sometimes life get rough, and it makes you just want to throw in the towel and everything, but, um, you know, just keep your head up and keep fighting. Put your shoulder against the boulder and keep rocking. It's gonna, it's gonna work out. Eventually, just keep stay prayed up and stay focused on your goal. Whatever you, whatever you desire to do, keep pushing. I know sometimes you just get lazy and last a days ago or whatever, but I'm here to tell you, man, keep pushing and keep going. All right, let's get into it. Number one, Alabama, which is two and zero. Traveling to number 13, Florida Gators, which is also 2-0, which is also 2-0. The game will be on at 2.30 on CBS at Steve Spurrier Field at Ben Hill Stadium. Weather forecast, low 80s with a 40% chance of rain. Now let's get into the keys to the game. For the Tides, which is the away team, um, start off fast on offense. You're away. You're the road team. So what you want to do is build confidence for this young quarterback and Bryce Young. So how do you do that? If you sign up on defense first, either get off on third down or create a turnover to get your young quarterback some confidence. And uh, get that young offensive line in motion and ready to be physical. Speaking of being, being physical, be physical on both sides of the ball. Um, Alabama, which is always known for their physical play on those lines, in this game on the road, I believe one of the keys for them to win this game is to be physical and dominate up front on both sides of the ball. Another key. For the tide, control the clock, steal possessions, um, make the Florida, make this Florida team feel you physically. Again, make them feel you physically. Let them know that this is going to be a game. Let them know that you're going to be there. Like, hey, we're here to play. We're, we're not one of those teams that you can sleep on. So be physical on both sides of the ball. Also for the Tide, before we uh, continue on, get some turnovers on defense and score. If the offense starts off slow, help your team out by getting some scores on either special teams or on defense. That'll help your young quarterback get his mind right and help him get going. The last key, control the clock. Excuse me. Control time on position. And, again, I'm just going to repeat being physical because that's what Alabama is known for, their physicality. For the Gators, the home team, no explosive plays. Be watchful for the -the over-the-top plays because Alabama has some talented uh, skilled players. So, for Florida, need need to keep an eye out. For those receivers, receivers of Alabama, be cautious of those over the top, over the top plays. 
create possessions. Uh, excuse me, create pressure on Bryce Young early. He's a young quarterback. This is his first real away game. So what you want to do? You're the home team. Create pressure. Get the crowd involved. Rattle him a little bit. Hit him a little bit. If you can't get to him, just knock him a little bit and let him know that you're there. Um, control the clock. Again, also try, try your best to steal some possessions to keep your defense off the field so they can get rest. Um, again, get the crowd involved. I expect Dan Mullen to bring some trickery into this game. Will we? We shall see what he selects in terms of his play calling in this game. Um, will he run the two quarterback system in this game? Will he trust Emory Jones to beat Florida? Excuse me. Will he trust Emory Jones to beat Alabama, or will he bring in Richardson also? In this game, we shall see. That's going to be in, that is going to be interesting to watch in this game. Alabama is favored by fifteen point five. Um, of course, they're the number one team in the nation. So, yeah, of course they'll be favored. But do not sleep on this Florida team. This is a this is a, this is a young but feisty Florida team. Alabama. Does not need to look ahead to next week. They, I'm pretty sure that this Alabama team is focused and ready for this road test against the um, young Feisty Gators. Starting quarterback for Alabama, number nine, Bryce Young. Starting quarterback for the, for the Florida Gators, number five, Emory Jones. If you're interested in the money line, for this game, negative six fifty bet six fifty to win a hundred. If you're Alabama, if you're Florida, plus four forty, bet one hundred to win four forty. Against the spread, Alabama negative fifteen point five, negative one hundred and eight. Bet one hundred and eight to win a hundred. If you're Florida. Plus 15.5, negative 112. Bet 112 to win 100. Over under 58.5. The over, negative 12. Bet 112 to win 100. The under, negative 108. Bet 108 to win 100. Now, to my prediction, this is going to be a physical game. Um, the weather will be... The weather, like I said earlier, the weather has a 40% chance of rain. So you will see some running in this game. So with that being said, I predict that the Alabama Crimson Tide will make it a physical game. And they will win this game 35-24. to Game number two. Number 22, Auburn Tigers. Are 2-0. They're going on the road to number 10 Penn State, which is also 2-0. The game will be played at 7.30 on ABC, Beaver Stadium, University Park, Pennsylvania. The weather forecast for this game is 63 degrees, clear skies. Penn State is a 6.5 favorite. 
the over under 52.5. The Penn State Nitty Lions will be led by James Franklin, a former SEC coach from Vanderbilt. And Auburn will be led by first year head coach Brian Harsons, which just came from Boise State. Keys to the game for Penn State. Control the get the excuse me. Get the crowd involved early. But what I mean by that is you're at home. You make some big plays early. Get them involved. So you can rattle both Knicks. Yeah, this is his this is a true road game for him. So what you need to do is create some plays on offense and defense. Get the crowd involved. So when Auburn is on offense, get loud and be active. Number two, rattle bow nicks. Like again, that goes with control. Get the crowd involved early. Get to them. If you can't sack them, at least give them a nudge or a hit or something. Let them know that you're going to be there all night. Slow the run game down for Auburn. That's another thing Penn State needs to do because Auburn is going to be physical running the ball with freshman running back Jack West. Uh, what's it? With Jack West Hunter. Excuse me. Jack West Hunter from Neshoba Central. He's a freshman running back from Neshoba Central. Uh, Auburn is going to run him. So the key for Penn State is to control that line of scrimmage and not let him Find the crease in that defense and have some great yards to run. Um, Penn State needs to start off fast. Like I said, pretty much if you want to win this game, if you're Penn State, start off fast, get the crowd involved, create turnovers, um, limit penalties. That'll be also a key thing. Limit penalties and turnovers if you're Penn State, if you want to win this game. For Auburn. Excuse me, for Auburn. Create turnovers, steal possessions, control the clock, eliminate turnovers and penalties. You do not want to be down in this game because of uh, silly penalties and silly turnovers. If you're Auburn, you have to pace yourself in this game and you have to be smart about the plays you call and just really play with a sense of urgency, not just with a sense of urgency, but also with a sense of calm. Because if they get behind, the Penn State crowd is going to be crazy and they're going to be in a whiteout this weekend. So Arbor needs to be careful with the penalties and the turnovers. Control the clock. Run the ball. You are running. You are a running team. If you want to win this game, control the clock. Run the ball. Be precise with your play calling in terms of passing. Um, starting quarterback for Auburn, Bo Nix, number ten. Starting quarterback for Penn State will be Sean Clifford, number fourteen. This game is going to probably be one of the best games of the week. I think. It's going to be physical. It's really going to be a four. I know, of course, the game is four quarters, but this game is really going to go down to the last, whoever has the ball last. So, with that being said, I predict that Auburn is going to win 35 to 30.
That will be a big win for the SEC. That will be a big win for Coach Harsons in his first year in terms of of recruiting. So again, Auburn 35, Penn State 30. Game number three. The Jackson State Tigers, led by head coach Deion Sanders, will be traveling to Louisiana Monroe, which is led by Terry Bowden. Jackson State 2-0, coming off a win over um, Tennessee State in the Southern Heritage Classic. Um, Louisiana Monroe, which is 0-1. This game is going to be at 7 o'clock. On ESPN three, if you have those, if you have a Fire Stick, Roku, or any type of app, it's gonna be on ESPN three for you for you to watch it on. It's gonna be in Monroe, Louisiana, at Malone Stadium. Weather forecast for this game: eighty eight degrees, so it's gonna be a beautiful day, beautiful night to watch. A beautiful night for this game. Excuse me. Um, keys for Jackson State. Play with energy. You're the underdog. Nobody thinks you're going to go in here and win. So play with some energy. Play with some belief. Play like you know you're going to win. Um, control the clock. Win on first down. Get some turnovers. Um, like I said, you're the underdog. Come out of playing on all cylinders. Um, I want to have to say Jason State has to play perfect. But at the same time, if you this is a big game, so at the same time, you do not want to have turnovers or silly penalties in this game. Keys for Louisiana Monroe. Dominate from the from the start of the game. Kickoff. Be physical. Uh get the crowd involved. Use the running attack and set the pace in this game. Force Jackson State to play at the tempo that you want to play to. Yeah, force Jackson State to play at the tempo that you want to play at, not play at the tempo that Jackson State want to play at in this game. Um, Win on third down. Starting quarterback for Jackson State is number two, Shadir Sanders. And starting quarterback for Louisiana Monroe, number four, R. Rogers. Um, I researched there wasn't a money line in this game, so if you're interested in that, we do not currently have a money line for this game, but I predict that this is going to be an upset. Uh, Jackson State 35, Louisiana Monroe 21. Jackson State has some talent from what I've seen. The defensive line has improved a lot from last year. So um, the key for Jackson State to win this game is the defense need to create some pass rush as well to get to the quarterback um, if they want to win this game and create turnovers. This game right here is, uh, when I saw the schedule, I was very excited about this game because I haven't saw this game in a while. So I'm glad that they scheduled this game. This game is the Mississippi State Bulldogs, which is 2-0. They are traveling to the Memphis Tigers, which is also 2-0. The game will be at 3 p.m. on ESPN2 in Memphis, Tennessee. The stadium is called the Liberty Bowl. The weather forecast is 88 degrees. Mississippi State is favored by three points. 
So keep that in mind as you're watching this game. Um, the offensive line and defensive lines, that's, that's going to be key in this game. See who's going to be the most physical team in this game. Starting quarterback for Memphis is Hennigan, number 14. I found out earlier today that he is only 17 years old. This is a big game. So uh, I wonder how he's going to handle the pressure of being a leader for the Memphis Tigers in this game. Starting quarterback for Mississippi State will be Will Rogers, number two. I believe he's from Brandon. I'm not sure, but uh, he's from what I see. He's been kind of up and down so far this year. So the key for Mississippi State to win this game that they need him to be consistent for all four quarters. Let's get right into the keys of this game. We'll get to the head coaches of these teams later. Um, Mississippi State. Get right into it. Do a better job of getting out the field on third down. The last two games, they've been very inconsistent inconsistent of getting out the field on third down. So if they plan on winning this game, the defense really needs to get the job done on third down so they can get the ball back to their offense. Limit turnovers on offense and create turnovers on defense. That Memphis Tiger crowd is very energetic. So the key in this first half for Mississippi State needs to be getting the crowd out the game early. Score fast. Um, be very efficient on both sides of the ball. Um, the defense must slow down that high octane offense. Memphis, um, I haven't been able to watch them. But from what I know of them lately, in the last couple of years, that uh, they are a very high-tained offense. So Mississippi, Mississippi State defensive line needs to create pressure on Memphis early. Um, keys to the game for Memphis. You're at home. Control the clock. Um, up-tempo offense. Um Get out the field on third down. Win on first down if you're the offense. Uh, you know how they say win on first down to have another first down, per se. Um, the quarterback needs to make smart reads. Um, like I said, the quarterback, like I found out today, the Memphis quarterback is 17 years old. So the key will be can he read this SEC defense to lead the Memphis Tigers to a victory? Um, like I said, Mississippi State is favored by three. The head coaches for these two teams are Ryan Silverfair from Memphis and Mike Leach of Mississippi State. Now, to my prediction, it is really, it is really, really going to be a hard-fought game. I don't think this game will be a blowout like a lot of people are saying. I don't know who they say will blow out who, but... From my standpoint, I believe that Mississippi State is going to win in a close game, and that will be 32-30. to 30. For my last college football game that I'm going to be interested in, those Tulane Green Wave, man, were they impressive against Oklahoma? They fought to the last bell. They lost a close one. But that they, they show that they can play with the big boys. So 
Yes, Ole Miss's favorite by 14, but again, Tulane is a very talented young team led by quarterback number seven, Michael Prather. I mean, Michael Pratt, excuse me. Um, Ole Miss needs to start off fast against this young but feisty Tulane defense led by Matt Corral, number two. Um, Again, Tulane coming on the road. I think that for them, they need to play like they played against Oklahoma, minus the silly silly um, interception at the end of the game, the fumbles, um, the, silly, the silly penalties that costed them that game against Oklahoma. Tulane needs to come out firing on all cylinders, be physical, play like you know you're going to win the game. Yes, you're the underdog, but play like you know you can play with the old Miss. Play like, yeah, you might be SEC, but we can play with you guys. Um, don't get sloppy on offense. Get off the field on third down if you're that two-lane defense. Um, in the first half, you're going to be figuring each other out. So I believe that two-lane needs to find a way to steal possessions in this game if they plan on winning this game. Now, for Ole Miss, be physical on both sides of the ball. You have more depth. You are the bigger school. Be physical and get off to a fast start on offense. Get the running game going. Calm Corral down with some short intermediate passes, um, like some slip screens, some some option reads, or something in the nature to get him in the groove. So when he get those um, down the field calls, he can. Uh, Make some great passes downfield. Um, execute on defense. Cause heavy. Um, be efficient tackling. Um, just be aggressive, but don't be aggressive to where you miss your assignment and a and allow a like per se a fifty yard pass from Tulane or something like that. So be Ole Miss defense needs to be aggressive, cause havoc, but also tackle with some efficiency. My prediction for this game, it's going to be close early. I say it'll be a very, a very hard-fought, tough, hard-fought um, first half. But then I think Ole Miss is going to figure themselves out and um, cruise in the second half. I believe it's going to be a 54-19 game. Now... To my high school picks, my if you're looking for some good games, for some good local high school games to go to this week, I have a couple here that um that might spark your interest. This game right here is Greenville Christian. They're four and one. They're traveling to Oak Grove, which is two and zero. It'll be seven p.m. Excuse me. At Warriors Stadium. Now, if you're into the streaming thing, um, there's a website. If I can remember correctly, it is called it is NF 
HS.com. You can go research it on Google. If you can't make it to the game, or if you can't make it to any game in the state of Mississippi, you can go to the website and you can uh, stream and watch those games on your phone, or if you have Apple TV, or if you have Roku Fire Stick, you can go to their website and pick a game you want to watch and watch it. Um, head coach for Oak Grove, excuse me. I don't have his name. I had it somewhere. But excuse me. Let's not get into that. Um, anyway, um, Oak Grove won 6A last year. Um, they had some, they are senior heavy this year. Um, they are led by number, number two, quarterback K. Barnett. He's a senior. Number three, he's a receiver. Byron Easterling, excuse me, number five, Dontavious Howard, he's a cornerback, also a senior. And number seven, I saw linebacker free safety, Quentin Sterling, he's also a senior. Okay, keys to the game for Oak Grove. Um, you're the bigger school, dominate the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Go up tempo, limit your turnovers, and Limit positions for the Saints. Um, the head coach of Greenville Christian, Christian, excuse me, is Jay McClendon. This is a private school Oak Grove is playing, but like I said, they are four and four and one. Um, the keys for this for the Saints of Greenville Christian is or are: do not play intimidated. Play with effort. Play with some energy. You, you're the smaller school, but you come out and play with some energy. Play with some fire. Play with some belief that you know uh, that you can win this game. Steal some possessions. Uh, create some turnovers. Um, some key players for the Saints. Number 10, DeAndre Smith. He's a quarterback. He's a senior. Number 11, Ladarius uh, Davenport. Number 12, Jaheim Grant. He's a cornerback and a senior. And number 18, Kevin Lyons. He's a senior, and he also plays cornerback. Um, My predictions for this game, I believe that Oak Grove will win by 10, 40 to 30. Game number two of week four of high school football. Again, you can stream any game that you're interested in. Just go to the NF High School website. And you uh, pick where state you're in and you um, type in the school that you want to watch. And I believe you can watch it that way. Uh, again, you can watch it on your Roku, Fire Stick, or Apple TV. Um, this next game I have is a very big one, in my opinion. You have the Louisville Wildcats, which are which is 2-0, traveling to Starkville, which is 3-0. Um... Starkville is led by Coach Chris Jones. The kids for the Yellow Jacket start out fast. Um, slow down the Wildcat offense. Be physical on both lines. Be physical on both sides of the ball. Get the run game going. Control the clock. Kids for Starkville. I mean, keep plays for Starkville, excuse me. Number eight, Deshaun Lane. He's a safety, a senior. 
Number six, Jordan Mitchell. He's a running back, and he's also a senior. Number 16, Jack Quez Harris. He's the quarterback, and he's a senior. Head coach for Louisville, T. Shorter. Um, we're also going to go to the colors before I get to the keys for um the Louisville Wildcats. The yellow jackets are black, white, and gold. And the Louisville Wildcats, colors are maroon and white. Keys for the Louisville Wildcats. Pounce on the yellow jackets early. Start fast. Be aggressive. Uh, slow down the pace. Run some clock. Get out the field on third down. Win a turnover battle. Because this is a big non-conference game. And for Louisville to get the W, they need to create turnovers and steal possessions. Key players for the Louisville Wildcats. Number 10, Jace Hudspeth. He's a quarterback and he's a senior. Number 8, Kerryon Jackson. He's a receiver. He's a junior. Number 20, Nigel Anderson. He's a DN and he's a junior. And number 22, Kenneth Hill. He's a cornerback and he's a sophomore. My prediction for this game. Ah, it is going to be a tough one. It is going to be very hard fought for all four quarters. But with that being said, I'm picking the upset. I picked the Louisville Wildcats to beat Starkville 31-35. And we're saving the best for last. The Crosstown Classic. Between the 201 Oxford Chargers and the 201 Lafayette Commodores. If you have Roku, Apple TV, or the Roku Fire Stick, and, and you're like, hey, the game is sold out, it's packed, and I don't feel like getting into that crowd, you can go to lafco.com. Go to their website and you can stream stream the game there on your Apple TV, Roku Fire Stick. You can probably mainly watch it on your phone or laptop if you go to the website again. Um LF LAFCO dot com or you could just type in uh go to the go to Lafayette Athletics if you're on Twitter. Go to the Lafayette Athletics, and um, they should have the um, advertisement of where you can find and stream the game there as well if you have Twitter. Um, the Oxford Chargers, which is led by Chris Cutcliffe, uh, he he's been he's been dominating ever since he came ever since he has arrived at uh. Oxford. Um, he he's a uh, the son of David Cutcliffe. If you if you might know, um, he was a quarterback at Oxford when he was younger. So um, he's coming back to his alma mater, um, making his alma mater one of one of one of the powerhouses in six A. Um, he's won a championship there at Oxford. Um, he has. Some talented young players, and one of them is number five, Alex Sanford. Uh, he's 
garnering a lot of attention right now. Um, he plays middle linebacker, and he is a senior. No, he's a junior. Excuse me. He plays defensive line, also plays linebacker. Um, on offense, they will be led by number one, Michael Harvey. Harvey, excuse me. And number two, Tripp. Uh, Maxwell, they have a two-quarterback system going on at Oxford. And they're also led by number seven, Amari Hardwell. Um, keys for Oxford, you're on the road. It's like, um, dominate from the start. You're on the road. Uh, no silly penalties. Um, no silly turnovers. Um, again, you're Oxford. You, uh, need to come out with some energy. The thing is, though, do not I do not need to come in this game looking ahead to the homecoming game against Samara next week. So, Oxford needs to be focused going into this game because uh, Lafayette is not a Lafayette is one of those Lafayette Lafayette may be young, but they are feisty young bunch. So, Oxford needs to pay close attention to this Lafayette team. Um, what's I say? Again, Oxford needs to be physical. Um, do not fall behind. Because over the past couple of years, during the season, Oxford continually falls behind in games. So, Oxford needs to get a jump early in this game. Now, the LeVette Commodores... Two and one, led by Coach Michael Fair. The key players for this team for Lafayette, you have Lafayette is missing Tyrus Williams. Uh, he was the starting quarterback, but he got hurt during the preseason or fall camp or whatever you want to call it. He had a season season ending injury. Now they are led by uh, Will Dabney. And um, Charlie Fairhead came in and got a little playing time as well. The key for LaFed is to be physical on both sides of the ball. That defensive line, that defensive line will give Oscar some trouble. I can tell you that because that defensive line of LaFed is very physical. And they're they're they are very aggressive bunch. So the key for the Fed, um, which is led by on defense by number seven, Derek Burgess Jr. He's a defensive end. He is a senior. He's uh he garners a lot of attention on the line of scrimmage. Uh, he's facing double teams, and uh, he's he's a uh, Allowing other people on the line to get through. So he's he's a very impactful player. You also have number um number nine, Jamari Logan. He's a defense he's a loaded defensive as a defensive lineman as well. Um he's he's uh creating a lot of pressure as well. 
Again, um, Derrick Burgess Jr., number seven. I said that before, but I had to re- repeat it to let you also know that he's a Southern Miss commit at the moment. Also, uh, number four, Mario Wilburn. It was good to see him back in action um, last week. Uh, he's also a Southern Miss commit. He's uh, He plays middle linebacker and running back. Um, he's a... Uh, He's very active, going from sideline to sideline. Uh, he's 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 very dominant, going sideline to sideline and helping stop the run. So the key for the Fed, get some points on the board. You have a defense that is going to have your back. So the key for the Fed coming over these doors is to get points on the board. Start off fast. Um, no crazy, stupid penalties. Um, be smart. Be aggressive. You're the underdog in this game. Play with some fire. Um, let Oscar know that you're going to be here for four quarters. Um, have some fight about you on on that offensive line. Have some fight about you. Let Oscar know that hey. We are here. We're gonna be. We're gonna be here all night. Have some energy. Have some fight. Have some enthusiasm about you. You're playing at home. For you, you got to do this for your seniors. This is the last cross town classic for your seniors. So the uh, so all the Lafayette offense needs to come out striking, playing with some energy. The defense needs to be dominant up front, create turnovers. Again, letting the Osprey office know that, hey, we're here to play. Um, we're going to be here for full quarters. So, again, uh, the LaFayette defense needs to come out with some energy. Start set the, Mainly set the tone. Yeah, LaFayette defense needs to set the tone for this game. Give your offense some confidence. Um, put your offense in a position to score points. Get points. So, basically what I'm saying is LaFayette needs to play complimentary football. Field goal kickers need to make, make the field goals to extra points. Offense need to get the ball down the field and put points on the board. And mainly for the LaFayette defense is this right here. Keep Oxford out of scoring range. Keep Oxford out of the end zone. That's the key for this game for the LaFayette Commodores. Well, it's going to be a hard-fought game, and I'm picking another upset. I believe that the Commodores will come out victorious in this. Uh, and I, I believe this game is going to be a classic. I believe it's going to be a... 17-14 Commodore win. Well, that's it for my college and high school show um, for this episode. I will be back doing the NFL show sometime this weekend. So um, be ready for that. Um, again, I appreciate your listening ears. And hopefully you're sharing, liking, and subscribing. And uh, letting people know about this channel. Again, this is called Fire on the Field, and I am your host, Duke. Um, we'll be back later for another episode. Thank you, and good night.